All right, my friends, let's continue with the educational summer activity series. In part two, we are talking about steam a drop. And in each of these series, I go over different activities that my family has done in the past or continue to do each year because we enjoy it. It's educational. Your kids learn, you probably learn. There's always something different that you can do from it. And it's customizable for you and your family in the different ages of your kids, what you guys like to do, how much you want to teach, how much you want to expand this, how long you want to do it, or how short you want to have the activity take in your life for real. <laughs> but definitely something that you can take and utilize with your kids either this week or save it for later. Now, I did want to let you know that today is the last day to enter in into my 200 episodes slash two year anniversary giveaway. There is all the information in my show notes, but I'll give you a quick overview about it. All you got to do is number one, leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, take a screenshot of your review and share it to your Instagram stories. And three, tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. That is the most important part because that's the way I get to contact you to give you your prize if you win. So definitely right after this episode or during this episode, take a screenshot of your review, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me to be entered in because I will choose two winners for this. Yes. All right, let's jump into part two of the educational summer activity series. And we're going to talk about how you can do a steam a drop with your kiddos. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the homeschooling entrepreneur mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know, there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, 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 my friends. All right, we are diving straight into part two of the series, the educational summer activity series. And today I'm going to talk to you about how you can do a STEAM egg drop with your kids. The reason why it's STEAM is like that acronym for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. I have to remember all that. It's a whole lot, (laughs) but that's a great thing because this covers a lot of subjects for you and your kiddos. And if you have never done an egg drop, don't worry. I have put into my show notes a couple of um, links for you to click on, learn about it. One actually gives you an overview of the eggshell, like the structure and all of that, and gives your kids or gives you something to teach your kids and your kids an idea of the eggshell and why it's so strong and all those things. And the other link actually has a whole bunch of ideas on how to create your egg protector container or whatever, spaceship, rocket, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And that way it's done for you. You just actually have to put it together and tell your kids, let's do this. But I'll give you an overview of what this activity is. So basically it's where you get a raw egg and then you protect it. 
you build a protector around it and you throw it off someplace high. <laughs> yes, it could be off of a ladder, off of your balcony. We threw it off out our second story window with adult supervision <laughs> and threw it into our backyard. But basically what you're teaching your kids is how to spread out the force over time and redirect the impact of the force so that the egg itself does not directly hit the ground. And yes, I got that from the website. <laughs> that is straight from the website. So you understand what you're teaching and you're not the one, you don't have to be like a science professor to do this. You don't, you can actually do it with your kids. We have done this a few years with our kiddos at different ages from when they were little, I want to say like toddler age where they needed all our help to just the other year where our oldest boy could do it on his own. The other two actually did it together and so forth. So this activity can be used over and over again because you can build different things, make different rules and so forth. And it's pretty fun for kids to just throw things and see if something broke. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's my boys. They want to just try it out and see what happens. Um, but you can make it more educational. Why? Because those two links that I got in there, that's literally what we use for the activity um, to teach itself. So like I said, first you gather your materials. All it is is raw eggs, one egg per structure. So you decide if it's going to be a group thing, an individual thing, and whatever it is, you they get one egg each. And then recycled materials. I had my kids go full throttle in our recycling bin and that was where they could pull materials from. You can even get materials for this if you wanted to spend money and you know find certain materials for them to build the structure out of but recycled materials was free in my house and it continues to be one of the best ways to build these things because you never know what you get. <laughs> And the other thing that you might have to provide is connectors. And when I talk about connectors, I talk about things that connect one thing to another. So think tape, glue, string, maybe a stapler um, and so forth. So whatever you have in your house that's readily available for your kids to use to connect materials to one another. And that's all you need for this experiment. Um, like I said, first thing we do is we learn about the structure of the eggshell. And we do this every single year. It could be the same resource that you use, but you're just allowing your kids to relearn about it so that it sinks in their head and they understand it. It's not become, it doesn't just become like a memorization of facts. It goes, oh, now I understand it a little bit more. I can see the structure and how it is made and so forth. Like I have seen my middle child go from, cool, that looks like an egg and I'm gonna try not to crack it to, wow, I can see, mom, how this structure is protected more and how it's strong in this way and so forth. So there is more learning, even though you're teaching the same subject. I feel like um, many times I get stuck in the idea like, oh, I already taught that. I need to teach something different. But actually, sometimes you can teach the same thing over and over again, and they will learn more. Like it'll go deeper and it will provide a more, I want to say like solid foundation um, of understanding over that topic. So that's my spiel about teaching about the uh, eggshell and about, <laughs> you can go more deeper into it if you wanted to like learn about the chicken, the egg, all those things. 
but we just kind of stick to the structure of it. And like I said, I put a link in my show notes about it. So you can, you don't have to know everything. You can actually just read from there and you can Google your own. You know, we all love Google, our homeschooling uh, life kind of surrounds around that. <laughs> but you can definitely utilize that resource there. And then from there, you're going to let your kids know you're going to build an egg protector. The sole um, purpose of this egg protector is to protect the egg from cracking. And this is where you can gauge it towards however old your kids are or their understanding or their skills or whatever it is. So I put a link to how to teach it to your kids. There's a whole bunch of ideas of different ways you can build an egg protector or a container that houses your egg. Um, Here's some tips that I want you to take if it pertains to you number one if your kids are younger and when I'm talking about younger I'm talking about like toddler age maybe five to six and they don't understand like what to do exactly they need more of your assistance some things you can do is you can eliminate a time limit so they don't feel so pressured or you can um, you can have them have full access to materials so that all the focus is, is let's just build something Now, if your kids are older or they understand what they're doing or if they're like my kids and do it over and over, then ways to make it more challenging the next time around is to set a time limit. I remember last time we did it, we did set a time limit and they were freaking out. But it was funny. It was like, we have to hurry up. What else do we do? So this time they know exactly what to do, but they have the pressure of staying on task. So that was one fun thing we did last time. Another thing is to limit the type of materials they can use. So that makes it challenging in itself. You can have like a, you can separate your recycled materials and be like, okay, this is things you can use. These are things you cannot use. Like for example, maybe you say no using parachutes. Oh, that's a game changer because most people are like, I'm just gonna have a parachute. Slow it down from hitting the ground. But what if you eliminate that in itself? Now they have to really think about how to protect this egg in this uh, structure that they build for it. So that's a way you can make it challenging for your older kids too, or more more advanced kids. Um, Another way you can adjust this activity is, like I said in the beginning, you can have your kids either do it by themselves or do it in a group with other kids or allow your assistance to be used. So that's another way you can kind of adjust uh, the activity to your kids. And then the last thing to do is test it out. So here's some ideas of where you can throw these egg protectors off of. Uh, It could be off a balcony. It could be out of your second floor window, like I said, but with, (laughs) please be there with your kids so that they're not, there's safety is not an issue. (laughs) Um, Off a ladder, you can have, Someone just like go on the top of the ladder and drop it. Um, Or you can just have them throw it up and then obviously get out of the way and let it drop. So those are some ideas of how you can have the actual egg drop happen. Um, Obviously, if you can do it from a set height, like the throwing up and down is kind of difficult because everybody throws it at different heights. But if you can just drop it from the same height, then that gives the experiment um, a more even playing field. Does that make sense? All right. Okay. (laughs) And then from there, have them open it up and see if their egg protector worked. And that is the experiment. 
in itself. You can talk about, um, you can extend it after and talk about like why it worked, why it didn't work. Um, have your kids do like a review on it. Like what can we do differently next time? How can we make it more challenging? Is there something more you want to learn about this? And that way you're already prepping for the next activity and doing it again. You can make it an annual thing. My kids love doing it over and over. It changes every time. They want to do a different structure the next time. They might want to do it again just that year. It's up to you guys. So this is a great activity that reaches so much different ages. And that's one of the things I like it. So I, I love activities that I can do with all my kids at one time, not just like the older one or the younger one. This one is great for all of them. And you can also obviously do it during the year, but we love to save it for the summer because of the great weather, because we're throwing it out of our back door window and the, the day is a little bit longer, so we still can see. Those are the reasons why we save it for the summer. So I hope that you try this. And if you did try this activity and you had other ideas, definitely connect with me on Instagram and let me know what ideas you have done or tweaks to this experiment experiment that you have used, I would love for you to share that with me too. All right, a few reminders. If you haven't taken advantage of entering the contest, definitely go to my show notes, enter in. And the last thing is stay tuned for the third part of this series because I go over, you know, I had to add it in, a kid entrepreneur activity that we use every single year for our kids during the summer too. All right, my friends, definitely go out and make your summer days amazing. Maybe starting with this activity. I'll see you on the next one. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.